0: And just like that, the season comes to an end. The Bills lose in the divisional round to the Cincinnati Bengals by a score of 27-10. to 10. You are now listening to the Watering Buffalo Podcast with your hosts, Justin Goddard and Andrew Chang. Welcome in and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Wandering Buffalo podcast. My name is Justin, I'll be your host today. And this show is brought to you by 26 Shirts. Um, We've been working with 26 Shirts for a while now. If you haven't already done so, check them out. Um, Awesome t-shirt designs, all kinds of stuff. Um, And they're doing great work in the community. Um, So not only do you get some awesome gear, uh, but you get to... You know, support a a good cause as well. Uh, today we are going to sadly be talking about the end of the season for the Buffalo Bills and um, obviously coming to an end, losing to the Bengals. And honestly, I'm going to be painting in broad strokes today. I I haven't had the time or the stomach to to watch that game again and. I will, and we could talk about it further in the future. But honestly, just watching the game, there there wasn't much excitement. There wasn't um, a lot going on for most of the game. Um, I feel like the Bills just kind of got outmatched the whole game. And uh, f- kind of from the rip, I mean, we had the, the early shot play to Diggs that Allen missed on. Um you know the Bengals come back, score there. We go three and out. They score again, and it it kind of felt like we. There was really not much that we were doing to even slow them down, um, and there wasn't much that we were doing to get going. I I can't even remember seeing them punt more than twice. You know, being being put in bad positions all game, um, just from our offense not performing, defense not performing. And this was a game where I feel like we really got dominated on both sides of the line of the scrim- line of scrimmage, and this this Bengals team all week that the talk was kind of the Bills' advantage was that we had found a run game, um, our run game was performing better than the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals were coming in with three of their offensive line starters out. Um, Maybe the defensive line can capitalize on this one and get after Joe Burrow and force them into mistakes. Maybe get some turnovers, get some sacks. Uh, I'm going to start there with the defense. It The defensive line was just not good enough. And Daquan Jones wasn't in this game. Jordan Phillips was playing banged up. You can tell he didn't look right. Um, obviously Von Miller not in there. The type of game that we specifically brought him in for, uh, we were winning games in the regular season. Just fine. Being brought Von Miller in to be a playoff closer to make a huge key play when you needed it. We haven't had him since what, Thanksgiving. Um, and we've had some, some good performances without him. Um, but in this game for how much is invested in that D line, I, I feel like it. they no showed today. Um, just, getting gashed in the run game, Uh, Joe Burrow not under any duress, uh, no pressure, no quarterback hits, just really nothing to affect that Bengals passing game, which was just rolling the whole game. Um, Going into the secondary, uh, I mean, you know, something to be said for you know, playing in the snow, and it's kind of easier for the offensive weapons and the defenders are trying to keep up. I can't hear that conversation because the the bills had that same advantage then. Um, and it sure didn't look like an advantage to us. Um, I think a, a really interesting dynamic with this team um, as we move forward and you know, as we're building a new stadium and they elect not to do a dome stadium. I don't want to get too far into the the football stadium conversation, um, but for a team that's realistically going to be looking at having a shot at home field advantage in the playoffs, uh, if we get some weather involved, I, I think outside of having one of the most insanely awesome fan bases in the league, I'm not sure that January football in Buffalo is is the advantage that we make it out to be. Um, We have a top two, three, four quarterback in the league um, that can really air it out. Our offense is predicated on passing, and you introduce some of the weather elements, and it just throws off the timing and everything that little bit. Not sure that it's uh, quite the advantage that it used to be for us, but at any rate, um, offensive side of the ball the exact opposite of, you know, what the Bengals had here. Um, Just a poor job of protecting Josh Allen. We weren't opening run lanes. Um, Didn't really run the ball all that much, and when we did, we didn't have success. And I think being able to be removed from this game and be honest with myself I don't think that we should be all that surprised at the outcome of this game. Now, did I expect it to be, you know, an absolute ass kicking? No. Um, But we talked so much throughout the season uh, about not seeing a complete game. You know, the offense carried this one. The defense saved us in this one. Uh, It was sloppy football, but a win's a win. And I don't disagree with that. I, I just think it only gets you so far and, you know, we see a, a previous week where we barely squeaked by the Dolphins. A uh, very similar situation with their offensive line. A bunch of people banged up and our defense not able to generate much much pressure and capitalize on that. Um, I think this game really, the Bengals found a way to uh, exploit the flaws in the Bills team. Um uh, I thought Ken Dorsey got outcoached by, I, I butcher his last name, uh, Lou Lou Amaramo. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Um, the defensive coordinator for Cincinnati, I think he's been doing a great job all season. I think he's not talked about enough. And yes, it's Dorsey's first year on the job calling plays. Um, just a weird dichotomy of Saturday. He's... Um, Saturday, he's taking interviews for a head coaching position. And (laughs) by Sunday, you know, half Bill's mafia is like, yeah, take him, get him off our hands. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, When you see the success of the team through the regular season and, and what they were able to do offensively, I think this is going to be kind of a, we got our first look at, you know, a year of Dorsey calling the plays, running the show. Um, you hope that he develops a little bit, adds some wrinkles to it. They, they expand on this offense, um, add players in whatever they have to do, um, find ways to protect Josh Allen better. And I think we see Dorsey again next year on the other side of the ball. Uh, I'm not so sure that we see Frazier next year and, I don't know if I'd be upset with that. I, I'm too close to the game right now. I'm too emotional still. Um, but I believe Frazier's contract is up this year. Um, so it wouldn't even have to be a, a whole big, you know, he got fired or anything. You know, we can mutually part ways, whatever, just um, elect not to extend him. Um, I think I think Frazier is a good coach. I think this scheme and... The, the talent that we have on defense, granted dealing with a ton of injuries this year um, I feel like it it doesn't match our offense at times. And what I mean by that is we play this you know bend but don't break we're not allowing anything long. Um, we'll let you kill clock and we'll let you get you know your three points or whatever uh, but you're not getting long plays. you're not getting the the touchdown drives as much. Um, uh, kind of with the the variance to our offense of wanting to take these shots and wanting to be a high flying offense. Uh, all of a sudden, if you have a couple turnovers, um, if you you know miss on some a couple throws and you go three and out a couple times in a game, the the way that this defense can allow a team to kill clock and and limit your possessions, um, doesn't really do much for me for this, you know, fast strike kind of style of offense we're trying to see. And if, if we're going to be playing the aggressive version of offense, I want to see also an aggressive style of defense. I want to, uh, really be getting after the quarterback, you know, take some chances in coverage and and try to get interceptions Um, just just a little bit more risk involved to it um, to kind of be able to balance out that offense and if you allow a long pass here and there it is what it is you have an offense that you're planning on striking right back anyways Um, so kind of this defense allowing for the opportunity for for some ball control um when you want the ball back in your offense's hands um, just think it could be tinkered and, and played a little a little differently and leslie frazier is the the same as dorsey to me you know you you hear you hear the buzz about head coaching opportunities for him um i more so last year than this year i'm not hearing a ton of buzz this year um But I I think there could be an opportunity for something to change there. And what I think we've seen through Frazier's tenure is having these great defenses through the regular season and kind of having collapses in the playoffs. Uh, We saw the Chiefs put up buckets of points on us. Um, I I mean, even the Dolphins this year with their third-string quarterback hung what 31 points something like that on this defense um the the Bengals this past game you know 27 points isn't you know an outrageous score but they were also very in control all of this game they they kind of didn't have to go for running up the score um so i think there's an opportunity to to make a change there with frazier and A lot of this is going to be coming with a ton of changing personnel. Um, I mean, this, this game is, is tough to stomach right now. To me, it, it looked like I was having a conversation with a buddy that said, you know, the, the Bengals looked like they found a way to practice in a snow vortex and the bills looked like they had never played in it ever before. And, And I think that sounds about right to me. It, it looked like we were flat. We were out of our element, and the Bengals just came in hungrier. And I, I can't really say anything. I, the Bengals deserve this one, and kudos to them. It, it sucks that we came out short, came up short, and that this is the way the season ends. Um, you know, talking about the game today, I, I had somebody tell me, you know, they they would rather if it had to happen, go out like this and not, not have, you know, the feeling of damn, we were so close and play the what ifs game. Uh, f- for me, no, like the heartbreak sucks. Like you say 13 seconds in Buffalo and it still stings everybody, you know? Um, but in this game, it was a completely different vibe. Um, and honestly felt like we didn't belong. We we looked like one of the teams that, you know, snuck into the playoffs and got stomped. Um, so, yeah, if it has to happen, I'll, I'll take a heartbreak that looks like it could have gone a fo- coin flip all day, every day. Uh, do want to wrap up this, you know, portion of the show and kind of take a second to appreciate what we do have in this Bills team right now and... You know we're we're one day removed from the game right now, and it's gloom and doom. And you know the Bills were Super Bowl favorites coming into the season. You know, not the kind of expectations you ever see. Um, you know, having thirteen wins in the regular season, it, it's awesome. Um, so I, I do I do want to take a second to be appreciative of the team. Um, that we have, while acknowledging that it really sucks that they came up short. Um, Thirty-one teams come up short every year in the NFL. Uh, I wish it didn't look like it did. You know, bad coaching decisions, team looking flat, all that. Um, but I I do have to remind myself at times that you know, throughout my entire Bills fandom. Dude, we were lucky to get to nine wins, you know, 17-year uh, playoff drought. Um, yes, losing in the playoffs does suck, but I'm glad to have a coach, a GM, an organization um, that has figured out a way to get us in the dance every year and and have a real shot at it. Um, obviously, doesn't really feel like that right now just because of how sideways that game went. Um, but just have to appreciate, you know, under McDermott, we've made the playoffs every year, but one, um, we have Josh Allen. He is, like I said, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. You're going to have a chance every, every year Josh is there. So need to, uh, start looking towards the off season and, and see what we can do to improve the team around him. Um, that's gonna wrap it up there. I'm gonna take a quick break, and when I come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about you know what's coming up in the off season. Stick around. Hey, this is Dick Degroat, Bill's dad. Now back to the show. Bill's Mafia, welcome back in, and thank you again for joining me on today's episode of the Wandering Buffalo Podcast. Uh, if you made it this far, um, I do ask that you do us a favor. Um, like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a comment if you want to talk about something with this game. Um, we are a year-round show, so we're going to be coming to you um, all off-season. You know, going through free agency, the draft, mini camps, all that, right up until next season. So stick around. We got new shows coming out every week. Um, and as we start looking to the off-season, um, obviously that wound is still fresh, but just kind of looking at the fact that we, this team, as we just saw it, um, it, we're not going to see the same team next year. Um, like I said, I, I think Cincinnati kind of exploited the weaknesses that we've seen on this team kind of throughout the season that we were able to overcome. And it, it just became too much to deal with in this game. Um, that being said, we do have the draft coming up, free agency coming up, and a lot of a lot of players on this team that the future is uncertain on right now. And the top of that list for me right now is Jordan Poyer. Uh, talked about it a ton on this show. Don't know what we have to do to get it done, but I really want to see Poyer back in town. Uh, I would like to see what this defense looks like, getting back healthy with Elam added into the mix uh, with von Miller back in it. Um, obviously he probably won't be back till you know later November next year um, at best but I I, I kind of really want to see the the key pieces of this defense playing together because we didn't really get that much this year. Um, Hyde goes out early in the season. Trey White misses, you know, about half the season, and it was kind of just getting back to being himself towards the tail end of the season. Um, Von Miller goes down. Jordan Poirier missed some time. And don't get me wrong, I I know injuries are are going to happen in football. Um, Just seems like the past three, four years, we've had just amazing luck on the injury front, and it seems like... (laughs) the bills came due uh this year and and the bills were just hit with a rash of injuries um so poier's top on my list um when we start looking looking down um a lot of guys that were brought in on one year deals kind of something that Bean likes to do um also felt like a little bit of an effort to you know, kind of push all the chips in on this season because they, they were some some bigger names that you made one-year investments in. And we look at guys, Roger Saffold, uh, Jordan Phillips, Jamison Crowder, who we never really saw this year, Shaq Lawson, Dean Marlowe, A.J. Klein, a um, couple other guys in there. Um, those are all one-year deals for players that had significant roles on this team this year. Um, Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson, I thought in, in their kind of rotational spots played, made pretty meaningful contributions to this game, uh, to this team, rather, uh, other huge names we have in there, um, that have kind of been staples of this team for the past few years, Tremaine Edmonds, Devin Singletary. I mean, we got some big names coming up and, you know, it's, you always want to, like, when you have a team that was this good, you, you kind of want to, like, run it back and just be, ad, be able to add pieces to it, right? You know, it'd be great to still have player X here and maybe somebody that could develop behind him. Um, the reality of the situation is in, in this season coming up, the way we've kind of already pushed some money down the road, we're not going to be able to keep everybody. And... There's going to be some tough decisions coming up. Now, granted the the cap is expected to go up. We've seen you know being be able to uh, make some you know outstanding moves um, to be able to finagle the cap. There's a very real chance that there's some significant turnover coming coming up on this roster, which isn't something that we've seen a ton of, and my guess is there's going to be some sort of investments made into the defensive line again um because we, that is just something that we've not been able to get right and it's something that we've been trying to invest in every year um that's something that you know i maybe it comes down to coaching i mean we have first round picks second round picks free agents that we bring into these spots and just haven't been able to get what we've been looking for out of the defensive line. Um, I do think there was times this year that it was better, um, but just some games that they they just don't seem to really have a huge impact on the game. Um, so who knows? Maybe maybe that's something that it's coaching or maybe our scouting department. Is just, is just not excellent at scouting at that position. Maybe that's something that needs to be looked at, um, but definitely needs to be better there. Um, and I I think on the offensive side of the ball, um, love Devin Singletary. I, I think he's a great player. He's been a great teammate. Um, he's been great for the Bills. Uh, I don't know what his cap number is going to look like. And if, another team is going to kind of see what he's been able to do at times with very limited touches and kind of want to give him a bigger role. I think he might end up getting a bigger payday than we're we're expecting him to. And you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a cap guru here or anything. Uh I don't know how to I'm not great at figuring out the money like that. Um but I I'm, I'm gonna throw my my early offseason wish list out there, and if we if we don't have Singletary back, uh, my my running back of choice would be Jamal Williams. Uh, he's free agent up in uh, Detroit this year. They're probably going to want to bring him back. He had a boatload of touchdowns this year. Who knows? Who knows what they if they want to invest money in the running back position um, with kind of a new. New organization running the show over there, um, kind of in the process of coming out of the other side of a rebuild. Don't know if they, you know, are going to try to bring him back on a bigger contract, but I think he would be an amazing compliment to James Cook. Kind of give you that physical straight ahead running, uh, nose for the first down marker, nose for the end zone um, and, and somebody that could help take some of the, the load off of Josh Allen and mix that in with James Cook, having the speed and getting him involved in, you know, some routes out of the backfield. Uh, I think that could be a really dangerous combination. That's, that's one of my wish list players. We'll, we'll have more going forward and we'll see what, you know, projected salaries and, um, bills cap and everything looks like going forward. Um, that's little, little preview of some things that we're going to talk about in the off season. Um, but I think the other huge need on offense is, um, both offensive line and, um, the wide receiver position. I think we need a true threat outside of Stefan Diggs. And that was something that kind of reared its head again in in this game is just being able to get production when a team focuses on taking digs out um and we've seen a ton of teams do it where they try to do everything they can to take digs out and he still explodes um he has those games in the games where teams are able to kind of eliminate him for the bills we need more we need more at the receiver position um to be able to counter that and make them pay with a different player a few times. So maybe it frees up digs a little bit, Um, but just not getting enough at that position. Who knows what Jamison Crowder would have brought to the table. Um, He wasn't doing anything crazy when he was playing this year. And then we didn't really get to see a ton from him. Um, Also was brought in on a one year deal. So who knows if he'd be back. Um, What I do know is Khalil Shakir seemed to take a step towards the towards the end of the season. Um, I wish we got more looks from him throughout the season. So he wasn't like this super fresh rookie starting to get his looks in the playoffs. Um, but I know that down the stretch here, we were bringing in Cole Beasley and John Brown out of like pseudo retirement to try to help get production at the receiver position. Um, so while, while I'm fine you know, tinkering around with some of the guys that we have, I, I think a significant investment does need to be made there, um, whether it's through the draft, um, whether you can bring in a free agent receiver. I, I think it's probably going to have to be a little bit of a combination of both, uh, but these top-end receivers are going for insane money on the market right now. Um, with the cap, I don't think you're going to be able to to take too many swings this year. Um, So definitely offensive line and wide receiver. uh, Big, big priorities on my draft wish list. Um, Well, like I said, that's kind of conversations for down the road. Just part of my coping with the, uh, with the losses to kind of get, get on the uh, turning the page and starting to look towards um, what we can do to build upon what we already have created here in Buffalo and, and take another shot at it next year. Um, so anybody listening, thank you for joining us at any point throughout the season. We really do appreciate it. Um, like I said, the shows aren't going to stop. We'll be going all off season and working our way through next season. Uh, appreciate you tuning in and we'll start looking towards next year. Go Bells.